Or we live. We live, bro. Well, we're back. Another episode, episode 27, Making the Cut with Corbin Trev. Making the cut with the Corbin. Got Washington State men's NIT Final Four game on right now. Go Cougs. Go Cougs, baby. Go Cougs. Uh, they're currently down by six in the first half. Yeah, we got four minutes left, four and a half minutes need left. A, need a nice little run here. Got to see uh, Mikey Flowers put together a string of shots to get us back in the game here. Yeah. We, Though I would take the shots from anybody at this point. Just as long as they go in. Good defense. <sighs> Damn. Brutal. What's uh, new with you, man? Uh, we got... We got ourselves a motorcycle, sir. We got <laughs> holy sh. Yeah, yeah, we did it. It's it's been in, in the pipeline. Quarter life crisis, dreams. right? <laughs> Quarter life. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely getting accused of that. Um, <laughs> it's okay, man. At least you're not, you know, doing it when you're like 48, right? You know, right. then it's like really like, then it's really like really bad. A, a, yeah, that's like a midlife crisis. Still relatively young here. You know, um, I can make although I would decisions. say this is a street bike, correct? Correct. And if you were doing it at 48 and weren't getting a Harley, I'd say you've got a really big problem. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly true. Man. Damn it. No, the freaking, it's a KTM. It's a 690 Duke. Um, nice. Yeah, they stopped making them in 2018. So every time you try and find one of these puppies, they're gone. So how is uh, like finding parts? That w- it remains to be seen. I don't know. I, I do have a little bit of warranty on this thing. So um, all service and all of that sh- will be covered. Yeah. So for at least a couple years. Because the bike was barely used. There's only 1,600 miles on it. So yeah. it's, not like, it's not like it's been even really been given a chance to break down at all yet. So yeah. we'll, get it, we'll get it squared away, get it going, and then, um, you know, ask me in five years. And I might. I might be mad, but did you go to like a dealership or a private, I did. I drove down to Tri Cities because I just I, could, I emailed a couple people, um, private party, but they weren't responding. One guy was just like, it was a little bit older bike, so I'm not worried about it. But just the the vibe he was giving me was like, nah, I'm not giving you my money. I'm not buying this bike from this person. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully his still is for sale because he was kind of a douche about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went down to Tri Cities and. They were really cool. Ride now power sports and they um Sweet. they held on to it for me over the weekend. Somebody else tried to buy it over the weekend. That's how popular these bikes are. And wow. Yeah, I drove down, threw it in the back of my truck, strapped it down and drove it back home and it's uh it's been sitting in my garage. I've taken on a couple of rides, but it, Amazon lost the helmet I ordered and everything, so I didn't have gear to ride. Yeah. I'm not gonna do what I did in my twenties, which was ride around in sweatpants and skate shoes. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Real pants, real boots, um, new jacket, gloves, and helmet, and the I got end up getting an extra helmet in the mail because Amazon lost the first one and then delivered it anyways after they refunded me. So that was kind of cool. Sweet. It was the wrong color and wrong size, so it wouldn't have worked anyways. But now I got a smaller size helmet in case you know my wife wants to ride her. The kids love it. Isaiah was like, "This is the coolest thing you've ever bought." <laughs> <laughs> of course, He's all over it. Of course, already. of course. But yeah, man, we got some other stuff in the works, but we'll save that for next episode. We'll save that. Nice. Yeah, how you guys doing? You guys got some Dude, it's uh on. it's been crazy, man. Construction you saw walking in yep, upstairs. Amazing. It's, it's uh coming along. There's 
really not a lot left to do. It's like a lot of just touch up and work and final final stuff. So like the layout's all like, I mean, it's a functional kitchen now, which like you know, not having that back is like you don't you take that for granted so Dude, much. Like it's it's crazy. Like you know, heating stuff up in a microwave or a toaster oven only gets you know so much fun, and then. <laughs> If you're not doing that, you're eating out every meal. You yes, know? So it's just and that's like, expensive. Yeah, it's just yeah, not not ideal. So it's nice. Uh, my wife's super happy. She's been able to cook a lot over the last week, which is fantastic. I've actually been able to do that myself a little bit too. So there you go. Just kind of getting used to the new feel of the kitchen and flow of it, and where, where everything where out. everything goes, and yeah, you know, remembering where it used to be and where it is now, and. All new appliances. The one thing that I will say, do your due diligence when you're shopping for appliances and really make sure you understand how big of an oven you're getting. Okay. Because when we saw it installed, I was like, that doesn't look nearly as big mm. as the oven I had before. Uh-oh. And part of that could have been because of the drawer, you know, the pan drawer underneath those older, like, you know, electric top ovens. Okay. Right. So that might have been part of it because this doesn't have that, but it just feels like when you put something in there, you're like, man, you really probably couldn't get more than a Thanksgiving turkey in here. Okay. The cubic, the cubic y- yeah, space. Yeah, exactly. Inside. Exactly. Which, hey, you know what? Good news is probably going to smoke our turkeys, you know, on mm. a Traeger or mm-hmm. my Green Mountain, whatever, like pellet smoking device or charcoal smoking device that we have outside, you know. And so... If you think about that, then all it needs to be good for is like heating up side a company, like side, you know, sides for a big event that might happen like what, twice a year here total? Yeah, tops. So yeah. I try to remind myself that even, a, you know, less is more, I guess. Um, but if, at first I was like, that is a tiny ass oven. Yeah. Um, but everything else is awesome. We've got a drawer microwave, which is f-ing wild. Uh, it literally, you it it is pushed in oh, it's a it's like a drawer yeah but it's a microwave yeah my wife was super into the idea i never thought i'd spend 1500 dollars on a micro- microwave in yeah. my life but here um, we are but here we are equity right uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah that's that's pretty cool and um it's kind of sleek and like it'll be nice too to you don't have to really like reach up and grab put things you know above you know you're never grabbing something above and pulling it out you know yeah from like above like a that makes sense a typical range or something like that so that's kind of nice yeah nice to just get the new age the new age appliances like yeah super modernized yeah the the, the freshest of the fresh yeah we had our baby shower this last weekend you were yeah, there that was a great time uh never knew how much fun a co-ed baby shower could be yeah that's the ticket but highly recommend folks if you guys are in uh, baby shower planning mode the co-ed option at preferably like a brewery, I, mm-hmm. I would say, or maybe like, I guess, I think at a winery could probably be pretty cool too if you got a, lot, a bunch of people that like to drink wine or just somewhere like really good open space, but breweries typically have that. And this was like the first event that Yeah Yeah Brewing, mm-hmm. ha- I guess, had hosted since the pandemic. They oh, haven't wow. really, Yeah, they haven't really been able to do that or hadn't really like engaged in doing that stuff or scheduling those types of things so you guys broke them back in yeah so there was and they were super excited about it um and i think i mean i was very very happy with the level of service just really good people 
we were well taken care of the entire time and it was a fun event for everybody that was there. Yeah, so, we had a great time. Highly recommend. If you're in the Spokane area, check out Yeah Yeah Brewing. They make, they have great beer first off and second off, they have an awesome place to host like an event for 50 plus people, I would say. Yeah, it was it was packed, but also I know there was other people there that weren't part of the event. They totally. still got to have their space and do their thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's cool. No, that was it was legit. It was a lot of fun and you guys uh-huh. got Hooked up with present. Oh, dude, there was. So, I mean, it was like I. I told Carly the next day, like we brought all that home, and she was thinking, like, well, maybe we should open some tonight. And I'm like, no chance, <laughs> no chance. And I'll get to a little bit of that later because I want to. I want to hit on something that a, a TV show that we recently got into that's newer okay. that I highly recommend. All right. Uh, but before that, I told her the next morning when we were opening up presents, I was like. I don't think we open this many presents for our wedding. Oh. Which makes sense because usually with weddings, you get a lot more cash and like yes. that type of thing. Yes. You know, put it towards your honeymoon, et cetera, et cetera. Gift cards, right? Yep. Because that's what we wanted. Well, with, with a, a baby coming in the world, there's more of like the baby registry stuff, like stuff you need for the baby. So there was just a lot more stuff to open up. Super thankful. I'm not complaining. I just was like, that took two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half hours to open up all these awesome gifts. And obviously we were showered with love and support and, you know, gifts, but it was a lot. It was yeah. overwhelming. It, it was like the senses like heightened, like overstimulated a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, anyways, but it was all good. It was awesome. We're super thankful for everybody that had helped out with it, was able to be there. And of course, all the wonderful wonderful thoughtful gifts that we got so it was yeah. it was really fun um and i would definitely recommend the co-ed baby shower for any of you dudes out there they don't think it's a good idea just have it at a brewery you'll have a great time yep yep no i got asked wait, wait you're going to the baby shower and it's like yeah i mean i guess <laughs> <laughs> but i did have a good time so new show that we watched okay well, we got into like, I think the second or third episode on Saturday night after we got back from the baby shower. But we went watching Dope Sick on Hulu. Michael Keaton is like one of the main roles. Ooh. And it's about the opioid epidemic. Okay. Um, but like almost, it, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's based on true events. And like how it came to be, specifically like how OxyContin came out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, was sold to sold by salespeople under to like physicians under the assumption that like, well, based on the premise of the storyline, like less than one percent become addicted to it. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so it's pretty. Yeah, wrong. wrong. Big time wrong. But it's a fantastic show so far, and we're only a couple episodes in. Um, I'm really excited to see like how how crazy how it this gets. Continues. But like based on IMDB ratings, it's getting like an eight point six, eight point seven, so which is That's good enough. Super, super solid. Plenty good for, for a TV show and its first season. So if you guys haven't checked out Dope Sick yet, it's on Hulu. Check it out. I think it's gonna be an awesome series um yep, and michael lastly Keaton's the man yeah michael keaton's a man for sure and lastly still th- still throwing bags weekly <laughs> my partner and i are in the double elimination tournament tomorrow night for the league basically you know the league tournament 
we uh, have played. It's it's a four week league into a fifth week of a double elimination tournament. So tomorrow night, you you basically accumulate points and get seated, and then uh, yeah, double in tomorrow night. So the cornhole bag game is real, and uh, yeah, wish us luck. Absolutely <laughs> good luck. We were playing some cornhole. Chris had us had some guys over for some March Madness a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a week ago, whatever. Yeah, and um, we were throwing some bags in his basement. It was a it was a good time. It wasn't the official length. You yeah, know what I mean, so it was yeah, much yeah. easier. Yeah, but it was fun, dude. It it's always a good time, it. man. Yeah, no, it's, no matter it's what fun. your setup is. Yeah, I've I've gotten probably way way further down the rabbit hole than I'd like to admit with it. Yeah. Um. Now, right. now when I buy a set of bags, it's like collecting action figures. So <laughs> yeah, you're like, now these are these ones, but I needed these. Well, ones they all have the sick designs, man. Yep. And you're just like, man, that's super cool. I want to be able to throw that. You know, yep. like <laughs> yeah, dude. It's yeah. I mean, it's just like anything. Collecting, they do such a good job hitting your hitting whatever, yeah, whatever part of your brain that's like the medulla oblongata. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop thinking about it, and then. Also, if you don't have any other like active hobbies, right. you know what I mean? You might right. as well do something. Right. For yeah. sure. And I always wanted to play in a league night, so that's I'm checking off a box there too. Yeah, exactly. Lifelong box, so that's good. I always equate hobbies to like video games, golf, hunting, or fishing. Cause, right. Like, or winter sports. Like everything's expensive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but people drop 70 bucks on a new game whenever it comes out. Like, what's yeah. the difference? Totally. And a lot of the time, it's the same game. It's just one year later. Yeah. You know, like me with FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> Though I haven't played much in the last few weeks, I have to admit. It's that'll, kind of... That'll be interesting. It, it, always, it always happens that way. I go on this, like, kick for three three to four months, maybe, and then I kind of slowly yeah, fade just, up. Yeah, something happens. And then I'll come back to life. it. And then I'll... Yeah, it just... You'll be playing some video the, games and that baby comes. I'm bubba. sure. I'm sure I'm... Probably going to be watching a lot of Paw Patrol too, and yeah. like Bubble Guppies or whatever the Dude, hell. Like. Freaking Encanto, like four times in a weekend. I've heard it's a pretty good movie. They, yeah, they're. I mean, they're all so good. That one that I liked the most recently was that Turning Red because it's all based in like 2002. So like one of the characters is dressed like Nelly, and he puts the bandaid on the side of his cheek, <laughs> dude, and like the Gigapets or the the Digipets and the all the phones and the music, like the yeah. the premises, these three or this group of girlfriends and they're trying to get tickets to a boy band show, which is like in sync or 98 <laughs> degrees or whatever. And they just nail it, man. They just was this the that. one that there was a lot of controversy about maybe where they said that it was like not, um, yeah, it was like not appropriate for children to watch. I mean, I can understand like, I think like this Hayden was the asked me because they 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 do a lot of parallels with like girls starting their period, right? Right, 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 right. And so Hayden, the one of the moms is like, "Oh, I'll get some pads," and like runs out of the scene. And Hayden looked at me, and Kendra wasn't around. She was like, "Dad, what are pads?" And I was like, "You can ask your mom that." Sh-. Yeah, like, I'm not answering. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, but it's also kind of like for me, my perspective personally is like biology is biology. You know, right. it's gonna happen. Like your body's going to do what it's going to do when you're growing. Right. So no reason to like hide it in the closet and be like, Oh, we can't talk about this. It's yeah. Like, what? Who cares? You know? Yeah. I mean, you don't, you can definitely draw lines in places, but to me, like I get, I, I don't know. I thought it was a hilarious movie. I thought it was even funnier that they're like, 
playing off of that. Like the girls, like there are some scenes where she like she realizes she like has a crush on a boy for the first time and she's like coming to terms with that a little bit yeah. but like but they're obsessed with these boy band singers already so it's not like they like i don't know it wasn't a big like reveal or anything like right. it's just about a young girl and her girlfriends and what they talk about and what they go through and yeah you know if hayden was any younger it wouldn't wouldn't apply but i mean she's gonna be eight in july and by the time she's 10 i mean it, she's right there right you know yeah so i don't know yeah yeah, for sure. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Cancel culture, right? Like, yeah, and just rabble rousing about stuff. Like everybody's yeah, got to complain. It was the same thing we were talking about earlier before we the episode started, but just like the Chris Rock, Will Smith stuff. You yeah, know, at the at the Oscars, like right. Which boom, we didn't even say the episode title. It's episode twenty seven. We got different strokes for different folks. For different folks, and the you know. Everybody's got to agree to disagree at some point. You're not going to convince everybody of right. their perspective, so you got to learn to live with a multitude of perspectives. Yeah. And it and it applies specifically to this episode a lot in our MMA segment, in the NFL segment, yep. Even in the, like college hoops and and NBA segment. Um so, and of course, it would always apply to trust or bust because it's a difference of opinion, right? Exactly. So, Ex- well done. Sir so, um, well, shoot, man. We should probably get into it. Let's do it. We always kick off our, our uh, episodes with an MMA segment and follow it with, you know, whatever's really a hot topic at the time. With the NFL uh, offseason, a lot of the, the trades and just new faces and new places situations, we'll, we'll highlight a lot of that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, it's March Madness, buddy, right? So we, ha- yeah. we have to talk a little March Madness and, of course, some NBA hoops. And then, of course, like I said before, we'll round out the uh, episode with Trust or Bust. But, yeah, I'm seeing uh, a lot of X's on our last set of Trust or Bust. Yeah, I, got, I got the most right. I got the <laughs> most right. Um, right, but we, yeah, we, we didn't do very, later. we didn't do very well. No, um, <laughs> we'll, get it, we'll get it next episode. We You'll probably turn this around. I, I have one that I have one that I'm like likely going to just give to you. Okay. Um, so you'll get at least one on me. I'm sure here, unless, okay. unless someone shocks the world, which is entirely possible, but the fallout of UFC 272. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since the event actually happened. So I don't want to take a ton of time talking. Okay. about the actual card itself. But we all know Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington squared off in the octagon. And after five rounds, Colby Covington had his hand raised victoriously, pretty much controlled the entire fight. There were, oh, yeah. uh, there were definitely a couple of flurries where uh, Jorge clipped him and, and had almost some, dropped op- him almost bit. dropped him, had some opportunities to, to probably pounce and, and win. And I was a little, that the one, the one round where he clipped him real good, I was surprised at how quickly he didn't like pounce. I was, yeah, it's almost like he wanted him to get back up so he could do it again. And I knew that that was going to be maybe Jorge's Achilles heel in that fight. It's just he kept talking leading up to the fight about how he wanted to just punish him and punish him and punish him until he couldn't take it anymore. Um, unfortunately, I think that was met with a, just a smothering of takedowns and ground control, but. Yep. Which good is grappling. which good grappling and Jorge admittedly said his wrestling was terrible that day and it's tough when you're not a collegiate wrestler and someone yes. else is um and a pretty darn good one it, it's gonna be tough to uh, match that and 
and and Colby's and gas tank too. I mean, he's just he can grind out that grappling totally. as long as he totally. needs to. Yeah. But since then, a lot more news here just within the last week has developed. So the story goes, Jorge Masvidal found Colby somehow at a Miami steakhouse. Our initial report said that they were both there eating, but I don't think that that was the case. It sounded uh, like it was he, more of an ambush. He ran up on him. Or he clipped him, from what I understand. I, I heard about a broken tooth and a broken Rolex that was worth $15,000. Also, I think it was a $90,000 Rolex. 90? Oh, it caused $15,000 worth of damage yeah, to, to the, the, the $90,000 $90, Rolex. And then it was interesting is that after all of that, the re- they never named who the individual was that was struck in the report. They started this the the police started covering it up that they like didn't release the they weren't releasing the name of the individual that was victimized. Oh. Which, but everybody... Inevitably. Uh, everybody knew it was Colby Covington. There was, I guess, additional reports that someone else might have been injured that was with him. Mm. But um, I don't know what or if that came to light any further. I, I do know that he's pressing charges, it sounds like. Yep. Yeah, George is, Jorge is booked, you know, yeah. a couple of criminal mischief. Battery, maybe one other charge too. I mean, he's well, and I he think he. Up. he uh, it sounded like he got stitches. Yeah, yeah, well, he, he, he had. It sounded like they when the cops arrested him, he had a couple of stitches in his uh, in his knuckles. Oh, so wow. I think when he when he caught him, probably broke his tooth. Right, it was wide. Sliced it was, open yeah, the old just sliced sliced him right open. Yeah, Jorge's justification was shouldn't been talking about my kids. Yep. I mean, we were talking about it at the gym on, or it, the last week, sorry. You just, you gotta leave some things off limits. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're mm-hmm. gonna, you're gonna bring a child into this world next month and it's just like, I don't know. Me and Joseph were even talking about it recently. Like, he's lucky he didn't go farther. You yeah, know? it could have gone, I, th- I agree. It could have been way worse. It could have been way worse. And so, whether you're playing a role, playing the heel, I don't care. Like, you gotta, you gotta be, also, like, that's, like, kind of low-hanging fruit. Like, you know you're gonna upset somebody talking like that. Like, come up with something else. Yeah. Especially when you start, I mean, and again, I'm not taking anything away from, from Colby, uh, as a fighter and what he was able to accomplish in right. the octagon here. He whoops some ass. Because, he, yeah, he, he, he took care of business. But, I think it's, like, when you start calling yourself the king of Miami and then you start talking about people's family members and ex-wife or what, like just anything related to family, you start to cross into territory that is, for lack of a better word, dangerous. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it's like you're talking, you're saying this about a guy who grew up on the streets of Miami, who's known for being one of the best street fighters to ever walk the streets of Miami. Dade County is not like you don't fuck with people in Dade County. No. Like just straight up. Like that's that's hard. And you know, if Hori really wanted to, he could have probably brought the posse that he grew up around, right? You know, and, and it could have been way worse for Colby and whoever he was with. But instead, he decided to just take care of it on his own, right? Yep. And and he did what he did. But to your point, I th- yeah, it could have been way worse. Like this is a situation where you start, you start kind of 
you come in and you start claiming territory, you, you don't do that with a person like Jorge Masvidal or anybody that he associates with, especially in Miami. I, I think it's a lesson learned, maybe. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But, yeah, you know, like that. He's these are these are things. Since. And he, he, he did say, I'm going to find you and I'm going to hurt you. Yep. Like, it, 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 like if I see you outside of the octagon anywhere in Miami, like yeah, it, it's, it, it's on site, you know, like it's not, I'm not holding anything back. And he, he said that and he said that while he was getting his hand raised, he was literally talking to him like, Hey, if I see anywhere, dude, I'm going to f you up. Yeah. This um, isn't, this, this does is, not end this here. does not end here. So, and everybody's kind of talking like George, you had 25 minutes to do whatever you wanted legally. It's like he didn't have, he couldn't do whatever he wanted. Yeah. He couldn't street fight him. Right. Couldn't kick him in the nuts. Couldn't stomp his head. Like, yeah. He couldn't gouge his eyes out. Like, come on now. He couldn't yeah. do whatever. He still had a ton of rules. Yeah. It's so. it, it's like, you know, and maybe this is where the UFC starts to do, um, I don't know if you heard about this, but one fighting championship, the uh, Rotatang uh, yes. Mighty Mouse fight, yes. that was on separate rules each round. Which is cool. And which is a lot of fans like it. Super, super cool. It was Thai, Thai kickboxing only round one, followed by MMA rules round two, back to Thai kickboxing only in round three, and then I think Mighty Mouse choked him out in round four, didn't he? I, I can't remember. I'll look it up real quick. But we'll, We might have to fact check that one. But the, uh, my point here is, is maybe this is where the MM, like, like the UFC starts to explore, like, okay, stylistically, we're not maybe matching up the right guys here, but they hate each other and they want to tear each other apart. So you know, do we start to maybe like limit how much, you know, Colby Covington can just take down Jorge Masvidal, you know? Yeah. Keep him on the feet at um, a certain point. Or- because at the end of the day, like that's, we, I do feel like there are some fights that are, oh, it was the second round. Mm-hmm. So second round, Mighty Mouse submitted Rod Tang. Yeah. But, but your point, you see, you see some, some exhibition style do some different, do things a little differently. Right. I mean, there are some fights that we see where like, it's just boring, you know, yes. it gets to the, and it's not to take anything away from the fighter because there's a lot of great grapplers and I enjoy that, but I enjoy it a little more when there's a submission attempt every two, two minutes or less than yes. a minute by either guy, whether he's on his back or he's got control. Yes. So, but when it's simply just I'm wrestling him, and you know, every now and then I'm gonna throw a shot to make it look like I'm I'm doing something, I, I'm moving. I'm advancing the fight. Yeah. It, there's there's certain fighters that I I would say are not as fun to watch while they're talented at what they do. It doesn't make for a great um, great viewership, I would say, long term. Right. You know. Yeah, and I think we were we were all watching that fight together and. You know, you just you knew once Colby shot, and then they were against the cage. It was like, oh, we got another minute and a half thrown away to this. And Seriously, despite the fact that Colby controlled him and everything, like he won fair and square, but you just kind of knew the outcome. You saw what was going to happen, and then it would happen like that for the next three rounds. Just, yeah, this isn't this isn't getting any new fans to the. They yeah. want excitement. They want right, and that's why I was so disappointing that Jorge was so out of shape or whatever is because he wasn't I mean, when he's on he is throwing yeah. constant and he talked about that pretty mu- almost immediately he's yeah. like i gotta i gotta go run 
I gotta yeah. go run more. I just Kobe I, called that out. He's like, I'm in shape. Jorge Masvidal is not in shape. He yeah. doesn't treat his body the way he should. He's not a professional athlete. Is basically yeah. what he called it out as. Well, and he to to his defense too, he's been pretty wrapped up with starting that own circuit of his. Oh, like you know, it's like okay. I think it's like a, a local. Oh, there you go. I so, think it's like a Florida local circuit. Um, so he's a little. I think, I mean, he, he, good on him for being a businessman about it because at the end of the day, you're only going to be able to fight for so long, right? Right. You got to set up for, for the future. Yeah. But it's a good precursor of like, Amanda Nunez just started her own gym, you know? I was right. talking to Tyson about this and how is that going to aid or get in the way of her earning her title back against Pena? Yeah. Juliana Pena. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I, I honestly thought she would never, she would never leave. Um, right. But, oh, um, ATT. ATT. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see if that's a successful move or if that was just more kind of, my worry is that you're surrounding yourself with like more yes people and like people who you want there because they're already in agreement with what you're trying to do, you know? Yeah. Whereas your original coach is your original team that's brought you all of the success that you have, um, you know they're they're probably going to subscribe to what they know, right? So, right. Couple questions I got for you. Okay. As a fan, would you want to see Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington fight again? I I think yes, but I might regret saying that. Because if if George doesn't come in ultra in shape, and maybe Colby's kind of needs some sort of fight, like maybe he loses the next couple or something like that, mm-hmm. which might not happen, but you know maybe down the road and they need some to stir up some more controversy and kind of, you know Dana wants to, you know right. he's he's with especially with all this outside the octagon stuff, he's that's his style. He puts together the entertainment, um, but. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say I'd like to see it one more time just to, like, you know, get George, give him a second chance, get his ass in shape, and yeah. and maybe he can drop him. But, yeah. Or yeah. Colby does what he did again. Maybe not a five-rounder. Maybe a three-rounder. You know what I mean? Mm. Like okay. a co-main or something like that? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Look, as a fan, I'm always going to say... I I I love to I love to watch fights, right? I like yep. that's part of the reason we have this podcast is because we enjoy watching a lot of MMA. I think I just worry probably similar to what you you were thinking but maybe you didn't say. I just worry about like the repetitiveness of the fight. Yes. And, yeah. You know, just Colby takes him down and just keeps him on the ground for three rounds like I would I would m- be much more interested in it in a in a five round fight where three of the rounds are stand up boxing only. Okay. Only two rounds Colby gets that with the opportunity to take him down and wear him out. Yeah. Cause Colby's a good striker as well. It's Which like I don't know that Colby would ever agree to that. Cause he'd be like, well, I'm the, I'm the favorite, you know, on, on, in theory, who knows? But like he would say, why do I, how come I don't get three rounds? to take him down and he get he only gets two to box. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There you um, go. Okay. But I would be more interested in it in like one of these situations like one 
with Mighty Mouse and Rod saying where like the rules change round around and it allows for a little more of like a boxing slash street fight type style. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Do you think, um, you think Colby will gain more fans or less fans by pressing charges? It's been interesting watching the, the subreddit and the, the comments on all of this stuff because nobody likes George right now. Yeah. So it's a tough question because a lot of them are honestly saying like, good, he should press charges. So I, you know, maybe he has been. And, but then, you know, Chris Rock gets slapped, but Will Smith doesn't press charges. Now everybody's (laughs) saying, Hey, you know, Colby, look at Chris Rock. Um, I I don't know. I think, I want to say yes. I'm going to say more people are going to agree that he should do that on principle and therefore they're going to align with that decision. Yeah. That he, for him to do that. Yeah. Do you think that like the people that were like not Colby fans are maybe going to like flip a little bit? Do you think he's going to get people fl- like, Is he is I don't, he I don't is the so. decision to do that enough for people to say uh Oh, now I have more respect. I have a lot more respect for him now. I don't think so. I think what it did is it just polarized people more on George than anything. I think he lost. He was the loser again. He lost the first, the real fight, and then he lost this real life incident, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I think less people are a fan. More people are no longer a fan of George than anybody's sliding over to Colby's side. I think people still hate Colby. Yeah. Because he still said what he said, like... He brought it upon himself, so... And does the situation bode well for both fighters long-term, just Colby long-term? I think it... I don't think... Or it's just a bad so. bad situation I think it's just a bad, a bad look on all of them. Colby talked some shit, got him, got him what he got, and then George made some poor decisions. Um, and, yeah, I, I think it... Could you see, lost. like, a pain and suffering claim, too? Like, like Oh, man. I, mm, that's a good question. Like, hey, he's, he's tarnished my image more by this public incident and outside Ooh. of, like, the damage he caused to, like, me physically and... Now he's now he's he's got... It'll be interesting to see what all transpires from a legal standpoint. Here's the deal. In my opinion, if Colby initially presses charges and then says, F*** it. I don't want anything. I just want him in the ring and I'm going to beat the piss out of him. I think that's going to flip a lot of people. Yes. That were Jorge Masvidal fans to maybe say, "Yeah, I'd like to see Colby get his little his shot at you know the sucker punch." But here's the deal: on the flip side of what I just said, we're in the, we're talking about the fight game here, folks. Like, yes. if you think for one second that you're out on the streets, right, and you run into a guy that fights in the UFC that you don't like, dude. It could have been anybody. It could have been Mike Perry that threw that yes. threw that that threw that punch. Yes. Right? Like guys don't like each other. You know, what you might have gyms that align and their teammates, right? But at the end of the day, this is you and your path to like stardom and championships, right? Like so in my opinion, you have to be on guard at all times. So the whole like idea, well, he got sucker punched, I'm like, that's not if you if you saw Look, someone said that he was wearing a mask when he rolled yeah. up. Like, yeah. if you saw who it was, he knew right away. And if he just, like, yeah. out of nowhere didn't, I mean, unless he would, 
unless he like literally had his back completely turned to him. But it sounded like there was like words exchanged and then it was pop pop. So yeah, he yeah he he announced himself on uh, you know approaching Colby. Right. So if you can if you if you think that for one second he his intentions weren't to hit you when you, he rolled up on you, you are an idiot. Yeah. Like just in my opinion, and that that would that goes without saying. It could be any fighter situation. Right. Like, any two fighters in the UFC that don't like each other, right? Dude, Jeremy Stevens and Yair Rodriguez got into it after um, Jeremy got eye poked in that first matchup, and they yeah. got into it at their hotel the day after. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's these are fighters. Yeah, these are not freaking it's nuclear a, physicists. Uh, Patty Pimblett and Ilya Tsipora. Mm-hmm. Yep, that recently just that just happened. Like, yeah, like it's constantly happening. Yeah, you it, it all. I mean, it happens more often than we probably talk about. But yeah, this whole idea. Oh, we sucker punched. We're talking about the fight game, folks. Like, I don't think that there's such thing as a sucker punch. Like, you know, maybe if 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 they didn't know each other at all, he comes up and just hits yes. him out of nowhere. That's yes. a little bit of a different story. Like uh, Israel Adesanya's boy who ended up dying from a sucker punch. Like that right. was a random person. Right. A, you know, in I don't know the circumstance, but like, you know, he. And Colby's calling himself the king of Miami and whatever. You heads better be on a swivel. Right, for sure. Yeah, if you claim to be the king of Miami, then you better be able to take a punch yeah. like one, you know, so. Or have some damn security, dude. Like, right. Come on, why are you walking around by yourself if you're trying to be the most hated person in the in the organization? Totally. I mean, well, it sounded like he was with the Nelk boys. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. Oh. They keep talking about these Nelk boys, and I'm like, okay. Who, who's the Nelk boy? Um, supposedly, Bob Mennery had something had something to do with this whole situation, but I, I read that, and I don't know how much truth there is Was to he it. the spotter? Like, he's the one who alerted George? Uh, potentially. Dude. And also, like, whoever did that, it's just like, I mean, it's easy to, when you're famous and recognizable, I mean, you can't control everybody's phone that's around you. Like, right. you probably... Probably really might have been really wild how George found out he was there. Yeah. But once he did, he you know made his mind up and did what he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, shoot. Okay, that was right. uh, that was that was good content. I think. Uh, good, yeah, I like that discussion. Good, good discussion. Obviously, it'll be interesting to see like how it all transpires and what well, comes of that. Yeah, I, I would have next? to. For the sake of money in the UFC, I'd have to imagine there's at least going to be one more fight between those two, but who knows? It's got to be. I mean, for all we know, with all this, with what George Jorge did, like, I mean, Dana might just release him. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, and, and legally, he might have to. I don't know. Um, yep. Because technically, if I'm not mistaken, your hands are deemed a deb- deadly weapon when you become a UFC fighter. Oh, wow. So, you're a professional. Professional, uh, yeah, professional fighter. fighter. Um, so, you know, I, uh, I'm not sure how uh, this is all going to turn out, but we'll, uh, we'll look forward to seeing, uh, what happens. Yep. We've got a pretty gnarly card coming up. Yeah. 273, man. There's some, dude, I didn't realize how stacked the whole card was. Even the prelims. Yeah. It's, yeah, let me look it up. It's gorgeous. Uh, Rosenstruck is, uh, fighting, um, oh gosh, it's, uh, Prelim card. Yeah, Marcin Tabura. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then uh, Damn, this that's... just got changed today. Decruz Duplessis and uh, 
he's actually stepping in to fight um, KG or Kelvin Kelvin Gaslam. Yeah, so Gaslam's not fighting uh, oh, Mr. Okay. Imovov. Uh, I I don't know if that had anything like visa related or something like that. I can't remember. I did see that though. Yeah, but uh, Kelvin's fighting. That Mackenzie Dern. Yeah, Mackenzie Dern, Dictation Torres, Com- Kamzat Shemaev, and Gilbert Burns Great ought to be a matchup. good one. That's that's going to be probably uh, Shemaev's first real like ground test. Yes, Gilbert's no slouch. Dude, Gilbert's when, a beast when it when it comes to the ground. So that'll be interesting to see. He's so long and lanky though. He could probably just wrap his. Arms yeah, and legs that's. And, I think people are super stoked for that. And it that's should a be great. One. It should be. It should be a good one from a, a jiu-jitsu standpoint. I think that, and and a grappling standpoint. So I'm excited to see that. Your boy Aljo Sterling, Peter yep. Yan, Peter Yan, Peter Yan showed up. I guess he's yeah. actually here in the states. He tweeted that. He said, <laughs> "Sorry, buddy. I, I actually I, I, got here now. I, I, I ruined your plan. Yeah, yeah. Your life. He said something like your life's gonna end or something." Yeah, that'll be good. I know pretty much Peter's probably heavily favored in that one, unfortunately, for Aljo. But you know what? The crazy stuff happens. Crazy stuff happens. You never know. You never know. And then the, the main big event. One. My the, boy. Your boy. Getting a shot at the title. Getting his shot, dude. Stepping in. After the guy that has the title said, here's who I'd like to fight. Could have been anybody. But he said... I like I like the Korean zombie matchup. Yep. I hope that he just goes out there and bop, 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 starches him like he dropped Frankie Edgar. Was it Frankie Edgar? Let's look it up real quick. In Seoul, Korea. I think it was, dude. Why is this so small? I'm going to go all the way over here. Dan Ige, decision in 21, lost to Brian Ortega. Yeah, but he did KO Frankie Edgar. First round in Seoul, Korea, in front of his home crowd. Yep. KO'd Renato Moicano before that, which even though Moicano just got his ass beat by Dos Anjos, he's still a tough fight. Dude. And that was short notice. For the record, he lost that fight, but he battled so hard. I mean, he he truly proved, and he took it on short notice as well. Yeah, short notice fight. He proved that he has got one one of the toughest chins in that division. Yep, without and, a doubt. And he started tagging Dos Anjos. And then the he started, yeah, at the end he started blasting RDA. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was a glimmer of hope there almost at the end, but nah. Yeah. RDA. He, he would have had to knock him out for sure. Yeah. Which that hasn't happened very often. I'm pretty sure. RDA has only been knocked out like once in the last like six or seven years, something like that. Okay. I believe it. Yeah. He's, he's just a good, good fighter that doesn't get knocked out. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it, it, I'm hopeful for uh, KZ, but Alexander's a tough, tough fight, man. He's, he's the champ for a reason. So we'll see what happens. Not too much crazy going on. I think the next numbered card is in April. Is in April. And, oh yeah, Gaethje and Oliveira. Nama Nunez and Carlos Barza. So technically it's a, a double or a double championship card. Chandler and Ferguson will be a... That's a great one. Probably a great battle. And then it gets kind of weak after that. Shogun and OSP, man? 
Man, talk about two guys that have been doing it for a while. Yeah. Both of them have like, what, 35 or 40-some 40, 40 fights under their belt? Yep, each. That'll be a... I wonder if that is a retirement fight for either one of them. Oh, that's a good question. Like, whoever loses that might hang it up, probably. Or Joe Lozon and Donald Tyrone after that oh, one. Oh, yeah, for sure. A couple retirement fights, maybe. Yep. Holy smokes. They haven't even set the prelims or the main. That's a, That one's a little funky. I mean, they're lucky they got the top three fights are good. Yeah. You know? And you never know. They might add something. They'll probably put Donald and Joe on the main, right? That uh, the one that th- it's a little underrated is the um, uh, go or scroll down, the um, Ivanov and De Lima. Fight. Oh yeah, Blagoy. That should that should be pretty good. Blagoy, he's the one who's been stabbed, right? Correct. He yeah. almost died. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a good fight. Chaos Williams is fighting on that card. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Danny Roberts and Francisco. Oh, Trinaldo. Matt Schnell and Brandon Royval. That's a good one. I think that that might have got moved. You could be right, because Royval and they're both up there in the rankings of flyweight, aren't they? Yeah, I think that that was supposed to happen, and it might have got moved. Yeah, so we got a couple of good ones lined up. Yeah, two, there's definitely two some good fights, fights ahead. on each of them for the next yeah. two. So that's all right. Yeah. There's been a lot of good announcements for some of the stuff that's coming up in June and July. International yeah. Fight Week's always an awesome <laughs> yeah, card. It's gonna be so fun. So, lot to look forward to uh, in MMA, and of course, all the drama surrounding Mister Masvidal and Colvington. So, stay tuned, folks. Get your popcorn ready. It's gonna be a fun spring and summer. Oh yeah, it is. Want to hit some NFL? Holy smokes, dude! Do I ever. <sighs> a lot has happened since we last Did had we our last Did we say ep- something about Russ getting traded in our last episode I, Yeah, all? we'd have to go back to the notes. And look at that. I, I'm sure we probably talked about it, and I probably said something along the lines of, it just doesn't make sense for I, to trade too, him right dude. now. It me just too. doesn't make sense to trade him. And of course, Russell Wilson gets traded uh, to the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Um, for what? Immediately, I thought was nothing short of a haul, dude. Holy smokes, I couldn't believe it. When Adam Schefter like initially reported that it's the deal was the largest trade in like NFL history, I was like, "What did we get? What did we get?" Like, I couldn't. I'm like, "Okay, so if that," I immediately my gut told me it's got to be three first rounders, and uh. A bunch of players like if that's if that's how he's talking about it and sure enough it was, wasn't quite three first rounders no but it was two two seconds i believe a fourth and then drew lock shelby harris and noah fant uh you get a defensive starter to help with the uh, on the the defensive line right away you get uh noah fant who depth at tight end right yeah, except Gerald Everett's gone. So, okay. but we still have Will Disley, which was a little bit of a confusing. We'll weird. get into that later, but yeah, it was, was a, a kind thing. of a confusing deal with how much money they gave him. But 
hey, blocking tight ends serve a purpose too. And I guess John said it was more about like veteran leadership in the locker room also. Totally. Like he's just, he's there's stuff that we don't know that for goes sure. on in these clubs. Come for, on. Sh- for sure. But yeah, it, it we still have depth at the tight end position. Uh, Noah Fant was a top five, statistically a top five tight end last year. And I think the year before maybe. Immediate starter. Um, so yeah, he immediately slots in there and gives whoever will be the quarterback uh, a nice option. Currently, it's looking like Drew Locke might right. might win. He's got the support of DK he, Metcalf. He's got the support of Metcalf. I'm interested to see what they do, just knowing like some of the other shakeups across the league, which we should we'll, we'll obviously highlight here. But yep. um, yeah, just a lot of new faces and new places, different strokes for different for different folks, man. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is now a Miami Dolphin. Yeah, Deshaun Watson like has been traded to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people um, don't like that. Devontae Adams is now a Oakland Raider. Right, bro. Um, Las Vegas Raider. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. I stand corrected. It's so hard to get Oakland out of my Dude, I yelled that. at somebody at Twitter. I was like, who are the Guardians? And then I guess it was the Redskins. <laughs> so, I mean, it happens. The Commanders. The Commanders, yes. You're thinking of the Cleveland Guardians, and they're the MLB. They used to be the Cleveland Indians. And now that's, the Cleveland, okay, yes. you're the Cleveland Guardians Yes, now. that's Yeah, what but I it's the like, Washington Commanders. Yeah, I didn't delete the tweet. Which is kind of funny like, because ah. it's like, what do, you, how do you, what do you call them for short? The commies? <laughs> Dude. In America? The freaking... Only in America, right? That's just the Washington Commies! Corny name, dude. It's corny. They, I like the Washington football team better. They sh- hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. You know? They should have gone with like something from... Um, the replacements, you know, were they the like Washington Sentinels or something? There like you that? go. Like, yeah. You know, like yeah. Something that was like had some Hollywood ties to it. And yeah. maybe they could get Keanu Reeves to be like a part owner or something. Dude, yeah. The Washington Sleepy Joes or something just, like that. Dude. <laughs> the Sleepy Joes. Oh. Um, oh, man. Not to be confused with Sloppy Joes, <laughs> which I had last week for dinner. Hadn't had that meal in a long, long Ages. time. Dude, yeah. Holy smoke, Sloppy Joes. That sounds good. Gosh, who else, dude? There's been, there's been a quite, quite a bit of movement. Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron got a huge contract. Quandre got a huge contract. Quandre Diggs is staying in Seattle. We still don't know what's going to happen with Metcalf either. That's scary. Yeah, I think they'll work this year to probably try to give him... My my hope would be that they try to get him uh, locked up before the season even starts, but who knows? They have to, man. I mean, he's going to want to see, like, efforts to have, like, a quarterback that he can rely on yep and and i don't know it's it you know with there's been a lot of rumors now that deshaun is in cleveland hey he still is going to be suspended for probably six to eight games at the very least uh, i would think so it'll be interesting to see what the, the browns do with mayfield like do they keep him around and wait and see like what the situation is going to be with um deshaun. deshaun or do they trade him there's been a lot of rumors circling that Baker could end up in Seattle. Um, there's also been the rumors like Tyler Tyler Lockett went and uh, worked out with Kaepernick. Yep, that was actually cool. they hosted Kaepernick, I believe, at UW the other day for yep. like a tryout or yep. workout. Got to look um, at him in real time. So it's uh, lots to still shake out. Yeah, right? there's, a, there's 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 a, a lot. Fun year. I mean, and we can say it. You know, like we wish Russ the best. 
For sure. He gave our franchise, um, as corny as he is, and whatever you want to say about his true intentions and motives and his building his brand and all of that, whatever. I've always been a fan of Russ. We'll continue to root for him. Yeah. Sucks to see him go, but... Yeah. You know, he's he's a successful guy, and he's going to continue to be successful, and that's something to be admired as well. Like, yeah. He, he gets his, dude. It, and I will say, too, like, as a sports fan, it was definitely one of the more, like, uh, remember... I, I will always remember where I was and what I was doing the day that Russell Wilson was traded. Yeah. I was walking into the dentist's office. I sat down. I was filling out, you know, the standard paperwork for, like, the yearly... Yeah, you know, the year, year, my yearly, um, I guess it's every six months now or something like that, whatever. <laughs> Updated paperwork each year. And, you know, the notification comes across my phone and I'm like, oh, wow. Russell Wilson just got traded. Oh, oh that just happened. And I thought that I would have a lot more, like, just down and out feelings about it like man that sucks man that sucks but i think i'd been preparing myself for that day for a few years now just with all the rumors that had circled uh, and year, like dude it, it just at one point you had to you couldn't naysay it anymore like eventually it was gonna happen um i just didn't think that it made sense to do it this year but when you get that kind of haul from the Broncos, like you can't say no to that. No, you just can't. Nope. Um, and the way that John and Pete can draft, like, yeah, you know, maybe not. They haven't hit on a lot of guys. Round, yeah, they haven't hit but, on a lot of guys lately, but they've but, definitely hit on guys that were like third or fourth round draft picks and have turned into like stars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jordan Brooks, by the way, like they used a pretty high pick on that guy and he it's, is stellar. Yeah, it's probably why they were okay letting Bobby go. Yeah. Which we haven't even talked about that yet. No. Like that that was more of a shocker to me than the Russ trade. Yeah. I was a little like, "Oh, brutal. So this, this is, is the rebuild." Yeah. But then like with all the other moves that they've made and the haul, like I also had to I had to like take a step back there and I told myself right away, "Okay, Trev, go look at the free agent linebacking core that are free agents right now or are going to be free agents as free agency starts. And it was a laundry list of good, good linebackers. So what we were paying Bobby, my thought was, well, maybe we can get two guys in on one year or two year deals for the price of what we were going to pay Bobby in one year mm. and round out the linebacking core. I don't know. I just, that you're, was what you're my, optimistic about it, though. Y- yeah, I I just think that there's a lot of good talent still unsigned that's out there, and I, I was happy after it all because it, initially it sounded like Bobby was pretty pissed. Like, like he's like, I've been here for this long, and I didn't even hear it from the like front office that yeah, I wasn't coming back. And then apparently Schneider Schneider openly admitted in in a um interview with like I think one of the local Seattle. Affiliates. It was a press conference. It was a pre- it was a press conference, and he said, "I'll own that. That was absolutely my fault, and I've I've made a like you know sincere apology to Bobby for how things slipped through the cracks there because it wasn't he apparently it wasn't supposed to go down that way. Like they were, and, and Bobby represents himself, so normally you're dealing with an agent or whatever. Correct. So yeah, so yeah, it's um not to make excuses, right? But yeah. It was um it was unfortunate the way it panned out and 
I know that he met with the Rams. Did he sign with the Rams? I don't know. He probably wants good money. And mm-hmm. here's the deal. That's a team that cannot afford mm-hmm. to pay what he probably is worth. No, they already let Von Miller go. Cooper Cup needs to get paid. Aaron Donald's still got to get paid. Oh. They just blocked up Stafford. I think they gave him an oh, extension. Yeah. I was surprised they traded Robert Woods. What Crazy. in the hell were they thinking? I don't know. I think it's because there's they got and then Jalen. They gotta pay Jalen again, probably. Uh, Dude, they just have cap issues. That is yeah. gonna be a team. And, and we all saw that coming. Yeah, right? that is gonna be a team within two years that's gonna not be able to afford the talent and they're gonna end up elsewhere or just like guys at that point will retire. Yeah. It's just it's it's bad. I, and that's what makes me think like they're still the NFC West is, you know, depending on what happens with Kyler Murray, Ugh. if that guy like can get it together, who knows? Like we might not be as far back. We're we're by far probably well, not by far, but we're we're definitely not the best team in the division. But things the NFL is so volatile. You have like two or three guys that are like key players to your success go down. It's really the the division can become anybody's game. Yes. Or anybody's um, division to win, so yeah, I'm 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 interested to see these next two seasons. I don't know that I think we're in full rebuild mode. Yeah, I think we're kind of in like yet. you know maybe some some transitionary some tra- mode. Some trans yeah, and who knows like are they going to keep on hang on to that number nine draft pick? Yeah, overall like or trade back. I wouldn't be surprised if Schneider trades yep. back. Yep. But here's the deal. If you're thinking quarterback, well, maybe you see you try to weather the storm and see if like Drew Locke can be that guy this year. Yeah, then, give it a shot. And then maybe they're gonna wait for one year because they think the the next quarterback class, which it we'll get into the draft stuff or the um the NFL draft stuff here a little bit as well, but the quarterback depth is not strong in this draft class. Malik is probably the best prospect. He's also probably the rawest one too. Gotcha. Um, most people say like he would be a a season or two away from okay. taking the reins, but okay. he's he looks like a great great player uh, from what the scouts are saying, and I've heard Seattle likes him. So we'll see. They could explore trades too. They could still explore a trade. I would really like to see them make play for Tyler Huntley. Okay. Because. In my opinion, Lamar Jackson is still going to be the quarterback, yeah. at least for the next couple of seasons, barring yes. any like terrible injuries uh, in Baltimore. Or if Baltimore wants to trade him, like hey, I don't know, what do they want for Lamar Jackson? They want like one first round pick. I'd probably be fine with parting ways with one first round pick for Lamar Jackson. Uh, it might take more than that though. But Tyler Huntley, the way he played when Lamar was mm-hmm. down, I was like, I would take it. The draft capital probably wouldn't have to be too much at this point in time. Um, so it's interesting. A, that is an interesting look, dude. I like that one. He's mobile. He's got a, he's got a good arm. He's a gamer. Um, yeah, he's kind of got a chip on his shoulder. I think he would fit the mold. Um, so we'll see. Obviously, yep. we talked about big. There's a lot of options out there, too, still. But it's um, this, this NFL offseason has been absolutely crazy man it's been a fun one it's it's you know heartbreak but still fun for sure for sure with what we've seen so far do you feel like 
safe to say we think the AFC West is now the best division in football? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tyreek leaving. That definitely hurt it a little bit. Yep. But I would still say from a talent aspect, even with him gone. Then you add Devontae, right? Yeah. To the to the or Vegas. Vegas Raiders. And then Russ over there at, at the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And then who's the third team? Is it or no, excuse me, KC Raiders. Chargers. And the Chargers. Oh yeah. And then the Chargers. And that defense is gonna be filthy. Yeah, dude. They they made some big moves, big additions. So yeah, I would yeah. say so. Dude, and the crazy part is like you go look at like the defensive line, the two like studs on the defensive line for each one of those teams, it's nuts, dude. It is it is real. So got stars on the defensive side of the ball. You've you've got stars on the offensive side. I'll be interested to see how well Russ does like this first season or two with the offensive weapons that are around him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jerry Judy's a great receiver. Cortland Sutton is solid, but you know that now they got to figure out probably getting some tight end depth in there for him. Yeah. They do have a good run, good young running back in Javante Williams. Melvin Gordon, I guess, is still there. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a free agent. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he's. I don't, I don't think he is. So they've got some, you know, some running back help. But I mean, Russ also makes players around him a lot better yes. sometimes. So yep. it'll be it'll be interesting to see how well Denver does. I'm I'm optimistic for how they do in the division. I just don't know if they're like capable of in the next two to three seasons winning it with all the other. I mean, yeah, you got to get through your division twice. Yeah, and the Raiders are going to be bad. I mean, good in a bad way. In bad my opinion, in the way. Raiders have the best offensive core. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, well, throw the ball, dude. He he. He gets knocked a lot. He gets knocked a lot, but the he, dude but puts he, up but now you've got a guy. One, he threw to Devontae when they played together in college, which you love to see that circle back. You love yeah. to see those stories. Yeah, which is pretty cool. They've Devontae Hunter Renfro, dude, kids legit. Yes, uh, yes. Darren Waller, right, right. Top two, top three tight end in the league. Josh Jacobs, who if they wanted to run the ball. And just be a running team, or like predominantly a running team. Josh Jacobs would run for sixteen hundred yards a year if he wanted to. Yeah, if that's how, if that's how they wanted to approach the it. Scheme. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I would have to say, even though Derek Carr's talented, he's probably the maybe the weakest offensive player they have. Right. So a lot will, but it's taken a while for him to get to where he's at. Let's not forget. The Raiders got into the playoffs this year because Derek Carr brought them back from behind in four straight games to to get a playoff berth, right? So, so um, kid's got grit, dude. Yeah, he's got grit, and now he's got weapons around him. I mean, it'll be it'll be pretty interesting to see how this this AFC West shakes out. Yeah, I do think the AFC East will be a, a little more competitive. Than it has been in the past. You know, typically speaking, when Tom Brady was in New England, yeah. the AFC East always belonged to New England and it was just everybody else. Yep. They played in a pretty division for a long time. For a long time. Now, they're probably third best team 
maybe on paper. You no, know, and Belichick's there. I should always say they they're second or first. Mm-hmm. But the Bills obviously are the most talented Great. team on paper. And then you got the sneaky Dolphins. And now the Dolphins. I mean, just like we talked about with the Raiders. Now the Dolphins have Devontae Parker, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. They signed Chase Edmonds. Not to mention they still have Miles Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin. Mike Gasicki, I think is how you say his last name. Yeah. Their tight end. Tua has a ton of weapons mm-hmm. around him. And this is assuming that the Dolphins maybe don't part ways with Devontae Parker. But they also, I believe, signed Cedric Wilson, maybe, from the Cowboys. So Yeah, that's right, it's, dude. Dude, they've got weapons, and they're going to mix it up with, with the Pats and the Bills. Like, I wouldn't be surprised, surprised if they split with both of those teams. Yep. So that division gets better. It's just it's a it's a fun time to be an NFL fan because there's a lot of a lot of new faces and new yeah. places and different strokes for different folks. Hell, so. yes, there it is. You want to get you want to close anything out on NFL or do you want to move on? You got oh, we speedsters. we talked a little bit about the draft already, but there's you know for a team like Green Bay, I who is lacking wide receiver depth, right? I could see them going after two of like this, you know, super, super early. Like the the wide receiver depth in this class from a speed standpoint is you can't match it. There was ten plus guys that ran four three forties, so the speed is real. It's the the just talent overall is deep, and Aaron Rodgers might have. A couple new guys to throw to. I will. I do think that they'll sign someone in free agency, maybe like a Jarvis Landry or a Julio Jones. Ooh, ooh, which would be good. You know, you put those guys next to Aaron Rodgers, and they'll probably thrive. Even, even if, even as old as they are at this point in their NFL careers. Yep. Yeah, there's there's some great depth. Of the wide receiver position. The combine showed that it should be a, a fun draft to watch as we. Uh, near the end of the the end of April. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's going to be here before you know it. It's going to be here before you know it. This game got a little out of hand. It did get out of hand. Our poor Cougs are now losing by like 20 points with only like three, three minutes and 49 seconds in the second half. So it looks like the Cougs season will come to an end. Glad to see they were able to make a run at the NIT. NIT. It got to the semifinals. Got to the final four. Hey, we're playing basketball when Gonzaga isn't, man. Yeah, that's it's a good point. But uh, yeah. sorry, tough crowd. Tough crowd. Probably not the the most favorite comment. The wound of, is still uh, fresh. You one could say. Yeah, that was probably a little too. Uh, I mean, but we can talk about it in a little bit. But I mean, we, we'll, I mean, we'll it kind of it, it's probably a good segue into our hoops. All right, let's our do hoops it. Uh, hoops section. The tourney. The NCAA tourney is in. Full force. I mean, dude, it's actually pretty much already come and gone. We're already to the final yeah, four. Yeah, final four is on Saturday. Final four is on We're Saturday. We're on got, a Tuesday evening right now. We got uh, Duke and NC. What? First time in history they've ever met. How is this possible that's in the tournament? That's bananas. To dude. me, that's crazy. Yes. I, I would have thought that they would have met several times. Hell yeah. With all those teams back in like the 90s, 80s. Yeah, just the history of both those those. And let's be clear. Dynasties. There is no North Carolina without Duke, and there is no Duke without right. North Carolina. There you go. I um you wanna know my controversy or my 
conspiracy theory. Sure. That um that you know, and I've been saying this over and over that they're just gonna get Duke's got Duke's gonna win. It's Coach K's swan song, his final dance. Yeah, even if that was a conspiracy, I'd still be stoked about it. <laughs> um look, man, to see that guy ride off in the sunset with a national championship on his belt. Not yeah. that he doesn't already have one, but it'd be pretty cool. It would be cool. It'd be a pretty cool way to go out. Unless you're an NC fan and then you probably hate it. Yeah. But you know what? North Carolina has, they knocked out Gonzaga one year in the championship last year, right? Or a year before? No, I think that that was, um, no, that was in 2000 and. Oh yeah, this was sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, a few years ago. I think it was two thousand and sixteen. Yep, that was when Roy Williams, I think, was there. And um, what was the big dude, uh, Nowski or Kanowski? Karnowski. Karnowski. Yeah, I'm mixing that up. Bad. Bad game. Bad game. And then when we were at WSU, when we made it to the Sweet Sixteen, when our team was and at NC bounces. Yeah, that was when um Tyler Taylor or Tyler. Tyler Hands, bro. Yeah, yeah, freaking slow hands, bro. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't like NC at all, just because of those reasons. But you like Michael? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't when we were younger because Gary Payton held him to the lowest shooting percentage <laughs> of any finals <laughs> of all time, and he won't admit it. Salt in the wounds, man. I know. Salt in the wounds. You know, I watched Segway real quick. I watched, the, you know, Vlad TV is, uh, it's a, uh, he does interviews. Yeah, I his, think so, yeah. On his YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. He's got one with Gary Payton. It's super interesting. Yeah. Super. Gary's well spoken. Um, you know, love him or hate him. I love him. He, uh, it, it, it was just cool. It, it was yeah. cool to see his perspective and his take on, a lot of things, a lot of topics. I mean, it's yeah. a two, three-hour interview, but they're all broken up into topics, and you can search what you want and listen to what you want about it. But everything from just everything, and you know, the Kobe controversy in Colorado, the him winning his first ring with D Wade, and playing with Shaq and Kobe in L.A. Yeah. Like just everything, dude. He was yeah. He, he he's I don't know. And his son plays for the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. GP2. GP2. I um I might do this for our our uh some of our episode artworks or something. I have to have all my Gary Payton cards still. Nice. So I might pick some and do our sound clips or something, do a little throwback. Yeah. Cuz it's cool to see the art, see the style of the NBA and everything for from sure. those cards and like That'd be rad. Yeah. That'd I got rad. some good ones. Got his rookie card. I got his I got the cards when he was still wearing number 2. You know. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Fun stuff. That's rad. Segway. No, I was. That was. That was good. Hey, I wanted this episode to be organic. You're so right. We got some organic. We're doing out great, of that. man. We got an hour and fifteen. Yeah, and we're we're, we're rocking. We're we're yeah, we're rocking and rolling, dude. Yeah. So we got Duke and NC. Yeah. Right. And the other side of the Final Four, Villanova and Kansas, Kansas. which I had Kansas going to the national championship and losing to Gonzaga. Okay. So uh, selfishly, my bracket is still is alive. <laughs> sort of a, still, it's kind of still alive. I could get points, right? A lot of points. Well, who knows? There's probably others that had Kansas in the final too, but yeah. My gut tells me that there would probably be a lot more people that had either Arizona, yes, 
Arizona and like Duke in the championship game. And obviously Gonzaga too, because I did. But selfishly, I'm kind of like, I hope Kansas at least gets there. I, at this point, it doesn't matter if they win because they don't get points off that. Unless the score is like completely right and they lose that way, that would be wild. That would be wild. But yeah, I kind of selfishly, selfishly want Kansas to get there. And then if they win it, I wouldn't be mad. I also wouldn't be mad if Duke did it because I have an immense amount of respect for Coach K. Don't really like know a ton about Villanova or really care to know yeah. um, much about him. Sorry, uh, East Coast fans. Like, yeah. that's just. I, and they always have a great basketball program. They're always a tourney team. NC, I'll tell you what, a couple weeks ago, or not even a week ago, I should have gone out to the casino and put a little uh, money on them to win it all because at one point it was like plus 5,300 to, to win it all. And I'm like, oh man, that's like, it. we're talking about North Carolina and they've already knocked off like, you know. UCLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Higgins. like, it was just, it made, I should have gone out there and done it, but I didn't. So hindsight's twenty twenty. This point, they're probably like out of the four, least likely, but I, I guarantee the odds aren't greater than like plus 500. I'd be surprised. Yeah, St. Peter's, uh, UCLA, Baylor. Yeah, they beat yeah, Baylor. They, they've been going. And they like handled Baylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that? It was 93 to 86. Yeah, that was a win. They were, I think, up by 20 at one point or something like that. 73-66 on UCLA, 69-49 to the St. Peter Peacocks. That was a, yeah. That was a heartbreaker. The Peacocks had a hell of a run. Yeah, so, yeah, Villanova number two, Kansas number one, Duke number two, Carolina number eight. So, yeah, all right, all right. Final four set. It's a bracket look. I got a little, I there's a lot going on at work, and normally we fill one out for work, and uh, we didn't. I didn't do one this year. Yeah. So, but it sounds like everybody's was busted to hell. Like round after two day one, yeah, was, day yeah. one or day two. Yeah. So I would have just. I've never been good at that. Day one, I was actually in good shape. I had like eighty percent of my picks right, but there was people in my like league bracket thing that were like ninety-seven percent accurate. I was like, whoa, that's really good. Yeah, this year to be more of the fanatics i like watching college basketball but i'm really only good about doing it between like february and march yeah yeah i, I don't watch a lot of the early season stuff like i should but. yep i tried to pay a little bit more attention like you said around around january february but man there's there's an, a lot of you know it's been interesting been an interesting year yeah well um, from uh college basketball to the nba yeah man Dude, there are some interesting things going on right now. Well, there's been some injuries. Bucks just had a barn burner with the Clippers, or 76ers. Speaking of the Clippers, I believe Paul George started tonight. Is he back? He's back. I think you're right. I think he's back, man. And the Bucks and the 76ers had a good one. I'll tell you what. What do you got? What do you got? What's up? Look who's sitting there at the top, man, in the East. The Heat. Fire. One or half a game ahead of the Bucks. You got Boston. I mean, how quickly did that change? They were probably like third or fourth, I think, the last time that we talked. And we we did talk about how competitive, like how close it is in the East. Yeah, it's a great, great conference this year. Obviously, the addition of James Harden in Philly, like that's been big. 
Um, he's taken over games. I did have, there was a crazy stat. I don't, did we talk about, no, maybe we didn't talk about this last time, but I saw something that was crazy about Tyrese Maxey. Since the addition of James Harden, his like average points per game went up by like eight or nine. Whoa. He was like in his first like five games or something like that, he was averaging like 24 points a game since Harden had been there. Hmm. And weren't those games that Harden like took over? As soon as he stepped foot on the court, he was like just. He's been he's back full health, <laughs> balling. Yeah, dude. That that's a that's a dangerous team between Embiid and yeah. him, and I mean they still have, um, uh, eight and two in the last, or are they six and four? Sorry. Obviously, they have Tyrese Maxey. Who, who's the other guy that I'm thinking of? Um, Elias. Is that right? Roster. Tobias Harris. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, they've got some. They've got some players, and some depth too. Yeah, they look, especially from a defensive standpoint. Um, I knew the Celtics were hot for a while. Yeah, they're eight and two in the last ten, so they've been looking good. Number three. It's just crazy to see like Jimmy B down in the bay and in Miami Beach, man. Just mm-hmm. yeah, him and Spolstra got into it. Uh, a couple of days ago or whatever, they were yelling at each other. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and Udonis Haslam had to get in there, and it was just crazy. It was cool to see Spolster, though, because he wasn't backing down, and he was just like, do you want, what do you want me to do? You want me to fight you? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> and so um, got a little wild, but, you know, they're just it's volatile when you want to win, and they're sitting at the top of the conference now, so you can't argue with their results. Yeah. I know Golden State's been slipping a little bit out west. Yeah. They, they've been kind of injury plagued though too. I know Steph. Yep. They got handed by the Grizzlies the, last night. Yeah, and Memphis is for real, dude. Right they're, up there, number they're, two. They're uh, they're legit. Here's the thing about the NBA though. It didn't used to be this way, but now it's like it, it would be very easy for like the Clippers in that eight spot mm-hmm. to like drop one of the teams at the top. Yep. Which, speaking of L.A. teams, uh-oh, yikes, dude. Yeah. Are the Lakers even going to get into the playoffs? I don't think so. The Pelicans just beat, beat them last night, too, or the day before. What does LeBron James do next? <sighs> Go back to Cleveland? Maybe. Finish, finish his career in Cleveland? Now that they're... A playoff team. Yep, exactly. I mean, I'm sure he'd be welcome... With open arms, at least mm-hmm. from the fan base. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the Lakers probably need to figure out how to let uh, LeBron go. Because I don't, they're, they're clearly like, they're not, they're not going to, if they're not, they're in 11th right now. Yeah. And, and keep in mind too, this is expanded playoffs. There didn't used to be the ninth and 10th spot. Right. So they're even farther out. Yeah. Um, and granted, they're right there with San Antonio, but I wouldn't be surprised if San Antonio sneaks in and they don't. Yeah, well, in the last 10, first of all, LA's dropped the last three. Right. San Antonio's won the last four. So think what you will about that. But three and seven in the last 10? Not just that. Go look at the rest of the conference's away record. They are garbage on the road, dude. 
I think the last time I looked, it was like 11 and 25 or 26, something like that. 11 and 26. Look at everybody else. Yep. Some teams might have a losing record on the road, but not that bad. Not that, like not that discrepancy. That, the closest is 14 and 22 with New Orleans. And that, but that's New Orleans, you know? I'm the only person rooting for them. Yeah. But everybody else is actually at the closest is, well, maybe L.A., 16 and 23, but not 11 and 26. You're damn, you're damn correct there, Trev. Everybody else is doing well. Phoenix just murderous no matter where they play. Yeah. Um that was without Booker and Paul for a few games mm-hmm, too. Mhm. That's interesting. There's a and I'll find it. I'll I'll find it and share it, but the um this kid did a bunch of research. You know how they post the graphics for the win or lose? Oh, there you go. Live update. We yeah. got a freaking Drop today here. Actually, we won't we won't go back to NFL stuff, but we'll go back to NFL stuff real quick. The owners approve the uh, new overtime rules. Both teams will get a possession. Nice, yeah, nice, well done. Um, but I was gonna say that you know they post a graphic whether a team wins or loses on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The the official team account will post it, and um, LeBron James has never been posted for an image of a losing game for the Lakers. Like, you know how they do like a picture of someone shooting or whatever. Right. And this guy went and did all the research and it's just like LeBron never. Um, but when they're winning, he's, you know, 10 and whatever, rightfully so, but they don't give Anthony Davis any love. They, this one dude, I think it is. Yeah. Malik Monk, Avery Bradley or Malik Monk. No, Bazemore. Bazemore gets all the freaking, all the losses, all the images of them losing. He gets hit up the most. This is kind of a weird, like, slight, but the guy on Twitter was like, is this part of their contract? Like, you can't put my image on a losing graphic? It's just kind of weird. You kind of wonder what sort of, like, special things are Yeah, like, diva activity are happening. Well, you got to remember, of all the, like, of all the major sports organizations this is the one where you have player that acts like gm Mm -hmm. that acts like coach that acts like agent yeah the most like they're just oh i'll just get my buddies to come play with me here yep in la or yep you know wherever like it's just It's, it's 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 interesting for sure when you put it that way like you're damn right you're not putting my graphic on the or my picture on a losing graphic. Yeah. So All right. Crazy stuff. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the next couple of uh next couple of weeks pan out heading into playoff season. Oh yeah. Um definitely excited to uh see some NBA uh, playoff action, so. Yeah, it's going to heat up here. Everybody tune in. All right, man. Our last segment is and has been for the last few episodes a, a newer segment, Trust or Bus. Trust or Bus. Uh, each episode, we will highlight the previous episode and how we did with our uh, questions that we've posed for the Trust or Bus segment. On episode 26, the first question we had was, will Islam Makashev finish Benil Darush at UFC Fight Night on February 26th? 
Uh, we both busted that and were correct because the fight didn't actually happen. Yep. Technical uh, correction. Uh, so technically correct. We technically got that correct. Congratulations, Bob. Congratulations to you as well. Thanks. All right, I'll do the next one. Will a Cincinnati Bengal win MVP of Super Bowl? 44? 54? Something like that. What's L? Anyways. 50, I believe. And it was 56. So it's 56. Whoa. Whoa. I said yay because it was high on the Bengals. That's wrong. Trev said bust. I busted it. I just simply, not because I didn't believe in the Bengals, I just... Was like I pro- this is probably the one I should probably go opposite of him on and yep. our boy Cooper Cup. He got it, and there was like low odds or crazy odds for him to even do that. Like if you bet on that, you would have made some cash. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. I think a little bit. Yeah. too. Yep. Sean White will earn an Olympic gold medal in men's halfpipe at the Olympics. Sadly, uh, Sean White did not win. Was he gold. As close though? Was he? Was he not not to gold? Was he like fourth or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think he got fourth. Yeah. yeah, he he just didn't didn't have or wasn't able to lay down the run that yeah. a couple of the other guys were, and we both trusted that because we had faith. Yeah, he was gonna go out on top because this is definitely his last Olympics. Yep. But unfortunately, he came up a little short, so we both got that one incorrect. WSU men's and women's basketball teams will both earn seeds in the NCAA tourney. We both trusted that because WSU is our alma mater. Yeah. So selfishly, uh, we just had faith that both the men's and women's teams would get in, and that was not correct. So uh, we both trusted that and got it incorrect. So, so far, Trev's up one. going into the final question, I'm up one. The last question of episode 26 on our Trusted Bus segment was, Chad Money Mendez will be victorious in his BKFC debut on February 22nd. Corbin busted that. I think simply because Horrible he looked at, he he looked at a picture of the guy and was like, "This guy's got neck tattoos." So yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, I'm never gonna doubt my boy Chad Money Mendez. He looked he looked uh, absolutely and he looked jacked. he just looked jacked and he dude he. He dropped the guy. He annihilated the dude. Yeah. Dude. It was an ass whooping. Yeah. He looks good. Boxing might be his... Uh, his suit. Or yeah. at least BKFC. That might be his... his, his Was his calling all along. Who knows? If BKFC is doing a good job. That's going to be a popular thing. Yeah. For years it'll, to come. It'll, it'll definitely evolve and be... But, um, yeah. Well so, done, Trev. So, this... Transitioning to this episode's questions... Oh, you had to do the first trust one. or bust. Yeah. This is me up, this is the one that I, this is the one that I feel like I kind of gave to you a little bit. Yeah, but question number one is: Will Alexander Volkanovsky uh, will he successfully defend his UFC featherweight title on April 9th? Uh, and I, I think you're setting me up, but I'm already, I'm gonna play right into it. I'm gonna say trust because I know what you're gonna say. No, and I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, so uh, you can go ahead and trust that. I'm going to bust it uh, because I can't ever doubt one of my favorite fighters in Chang Sung Jung, and, a.k.a. the Korean Zombie. Did you ever get that shirt? Did you get that shirt? Yeah. You, okay, good. Yeah. So you're going to rock that. Oh, right? I, I've rocked it before, too. I don't yeah, know if you were at that I've, fight night or not, but I've rocked it before. I remember seeing you in it, actually, yeah. at some point. You yeah. did get it. Keep your soul alive, brother. Yeah. So I am busting that. I believe that. Korean zombie is going to shock the world. 
Okay. You want to do the second yeah, question yeah. for us? This one's a little easier. The Los Angeles Lakers will make the pl- excuse me the NBA playoffs. I'm gonna bust it. I totally agree with you, but for the sake of going go the opposite, I'm right. going trust. We could do we could do one that we both have. You know, if you want to do it. No. What you don't think so? All right, no. all right. Next one. Oh, what the hell? The hell did I just do? Question number three, episode twenty-seven. Trust or bust. The Seattle Mariners will win their first two games of the regular season. So back-to-back wins to start the 2022 regular season. I'm going to bust that because I've been hating on the Mariners long enough. I'm just going to bust it. I'm going opposite of you here, man. This is the year, dude. This is the year. This is the time. All right. I, I think that you're, that that's a before. safe pick for you though because they are on the road. So uh, you know, boom. there you go. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna trust it. I'm never trust heard it. the optimism of a Mariners fan in my life. I don't know where this is coming from. Brocky Lesnar will defeat Roman Reigns in the title four match at WrestleMania. Title 38. for title match. Title for title match at WrestleMania uh, 38. That's this weekend, it. by the way. So you got to get this edited before I'm, this yeah, happens. It's <laughs> tomorrow. I want to get it in by March. I want it published in March. So I got two Perfect. days. Sweet, love it. Ooh, how's Roman Reigns doing? This, you know, how's he been? I don't know, man. <laughs> I just saw that and I was like, that's a fun question to ask. It we probably fun. haven't been tuning in as much as we should be. Doing. I'm going to trust it then. So okay. you, Brock Lesnar will. Yeah, I think this is one that I'm going to agree with you on. All right. Okay, there we go. All right, final one. <laughs> this is good. All right, last question of trust or bust. And it's not really a sports-related question, but because we probably won't have an episode before this happens. Baby Sharp, a.k.a. my son, who is soon to be born, will weigh in at more than seven pounds, one ounce. I'm going to trust that. Corbin trusts. I'm going to trust that. Could be wrong, though. I am going to... I'm going to bust it. All right. I think he's. I think he might be just slightly under 7-1. Dude, yeah. I and mean, for the I record, my wife had an appointment today, and I don't know, like, poundage-wise, what they, yeah. like said or told her so i i haven't got that update or we haven't talked about it yet at least tonight so you're going in blind still. i'm going in blind a little bit not knowing but i tend to think i'm thinking that he might be like and who knows it could be a push like what happens if it's seven seven one uh wait yeah, oh it says well weighing it more, more than seven yeah so 7.2 or higher is what you're saying Yes. Okay. Or seven point one five. I'll take know. seven one to seven six nine six eight. Yeah, that's that's good. Good call. I'm gonna end up losing this round again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our trust or bust segment, guys. We'll obviously have uh, updated answers uh, on our next episode, so stay tuned for that. It's been real, man. Another another episode in the books. Dude, we're, we're kind of on we're kind of on a good trend dude, this year so far. Trend. We're 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 uh, rapidly approaching thirty episodes. I mean, it's it's getting good. We're yeah. doing good. Yeah, appreciate everybody tuning in to making the cut with Corbin Trev, episode twenty seven. Different strokes for different folks. Wish you guys all well. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Making Cuts. Guys, have any suggestions when you're tuning in? Feel free to shoot us a note, yep. direct message, whatever. 
and uh, we'd love to we'd love to hear from you and any ideas or anything you think we should be talking about. So appreciate appreciate the notes, Trev. This was a good episode, man. Yeah, always appreciate everything that you do too, Corbin, to to get these added in and and just sounding super awesome from the technical standpoint. So thanks again, guys, for um, tuning in, and we will see you here this next time on Making the Cut with Corbin Trev. Adios. Cheers, folks. Peace.